Can we give Fat Joe his flowers? I just um, want to give Fat Joe his flowers. Yeah, I, we can. I started right. watching that uh, Breakfast Club interview. Bro, I don't think, I know you said Premier, I think, yeah? Gives the best interview, did you say? Or no, it's Fat Joe. Who did you say? Premier, yeah. yeah Prima. I personally Prima. feel like there's two people that are better than him. Noriega and Fat Joe. I think Fat Joe gives the best interviews hands down. Fat Joe's vivid stories are crazy. And Fat Joe's really bite by it. He's hilarious. Oh, Primo tells just as good stories. I feel you, but not in an animated way Fat Joe does. Cool, but it's a lot more knowledgeable. It's a lot more like nerdy. Maybe that's why I like it. Yeah, but then I just like the stories when he's like, yo, we used to grab up the DJs. Like, who's going to fuck up DJ Clue? Like, stuff like that gasses who me, kids? bro. Yeah, who kids, sorry. Yeah. Like, yo, and who kids a bit Who kid would be the one to fuck up? Yeah, you go, yeah, No, they kid. kidnapped him. They actually droopy. kidnapped yeah, him. But look yeah, but yeah. That was hilarious. Like his little droopy face, fam. He looks like he gets kidnapped on the rigs. Any man called who kid is probably easy, an easy target. Not me, fam. Shout out to 50 Cent. But like, who's trying to call my line, bro? It's my mum. You want to pick up? Oh, hiya. What's your name? What's your name? <laughs> oh, crazy bone. One of them bones. Ah, <laughs> One of them bones. What each other is shall soon, soon. I mean, yo, that's funny. Yeah, you're right. Hey, oh, you feel me? Yo, fam, this was my religion. Yeah, What's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 16 of the Rhymes Like Dimes podcast with Yemi, Mo, and Peter. We are back again, gentlemen. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? What's good, man? We're here. Everyone's energetic today. Like yeah, that. Yeah, we're here, man. We're here. We're here. Back again. we live, baby. we live. After another successful episode with Mello. Shout out, Mello. Big up, Mello. Yo, big up, Mello. Big up, big up the whole family. Yes. Thank you, everyone, for listening and tuning in. Um, again, thank you for tuning in whenever you have, whether from episode one, episode two, 12, nine, whatever. Um, we appreciate all the support. Um, again, shout out to Mello for the guest appearance really enjoyed it um gentlemen how's your week been nah nah legit like throughout the week just working talking chilling um chopped out with Melo after the podcast just chilling with him man he was telling me about one artist he spoke about him the last episode as well Miller Blue yeah Miller Blue one guy yeah. who's way managers you met him at a wedding as well yeah. nice guy man dope artist I like it so far you heard it's definitely in your bag yeah he said I heard it yeah you like it yeah it's still dope but it's definitely in your bag I'm surprised you like it because that's like you man always get on to me about R&B and my soul and that and that's it's exactly that it's definitely your bag so I'm surprised you like it, but no, well done for listening. No? Who would you compare him to? Um, no comparison just yet. Too um, soon? Yeah, too soon. He's got his own sound at the moment. Um, I think he's really talented. Um, he does all the production himself, which is impressive. Does he? Yeah. How do you know that? Um, Mello was telling me. Okay. Um, and yeah, I enjoyed it, man. So yeah, big him up, man. Big Salute up, to him, man. Blue. I just wanted to talk Shout about out to him, man. Peter, how was your week, man? My week's been cool, man. You know, just, just working, um, laying low as always. Um, I was supposed laying to go JLEC on um, Friday. Um, yeah, yeah. I that didn't, pissed I didn't me. <laughs> Why that piss that you off? Pissed me off, bro. No, it wasn't my nah, fault. Basically, because my boy, off, my boy told me about it like months ago, and I told him that yo, I've already seen him a couple of times. I'm not that excited to see him again. No disrespect to JLF, but it's the same songs. Like, how many times can his he really do the same songs? His, his performances are not exciting. You feel me? Not, so I wasn't. I was still debating whether to go, but I decided not to because I had other plans. Um, so yeah, but my week's been alright, man. Quiet as always. You know, just yeah, figuring man. life out as always. JLF will literally perform. Exhibit A. Exhibit <laughs> C. Um, was it Nigga We Made It? He'll do Letter to Fallon. 
then he'll do exhibit C where he'll walk through the crowd. He won't even, he won't yeah. even rap the damn song. Um, he'll just let the beat flow, do a couple words here and there. And then the security will struggle to lift him up because he's obviously very stocky. So I've seen that three times. Enough. Yeah, it's the same thing. I'm surprised so, people still book him. I want to see Jay Electronica live. They book him off the, pros- the promise, isn't it? Boy. I want to see him live. If you told me you had 15 years promise, yeah? Or 10 years promise. Yeah, I mean, hey, yo, 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 that's mad. It's not, a lot of promise, man. I'm not, do, not doing this. Not it's doing a lot of promise. It's the truth. Yeah, I mean, how was your week? <laughs> oh, you remember to ask this oh, time? F- thank you for asking. Uh, well, hey, someone I, did. Um, <laughs> hey, when I'm here for you, brother, man. Thank you. Uh, yeah, week was good. Work. Sleep. Shit. That's all. Well, all right then. Welcome to the layer cake, son. Thank you. The what cake? Uh, layer cake. You ain't seen layer cake? Nah. You haven't seen layer cake? Nah. Watch it. What's Layer Cake? It's a film. It's Are a film a... about like East End gangsters, right? Yeah. Something like that. Daniel Craig. Is Danny the Iron that? Uh, nah. Okay. Oh, was I meant to watch this? It's kind of like a classic. No, it's because your brother, your brother is Yeah, no, it's a classic yeah. film though. You haven't watched. I remember it's what quite surprising. Fun. It's a classic British film in the in the 21st century. Oh. Mm-hmm. oh. Okay. So was James Bond. I've never seen a James Bond in my life. I hadn't either until very That's recently. That's crazy. You watch James Bond? Yeah. I haven't watched Lords of the Rings either. Neither do I. That's weird. The first one I watched was Skyfall. And then, Skyfall. then I was like, eh. You didn't like Skyfall? It was all right. Was oh, okay. Until Idris Elba becomes, I'm not watching it. For oh. a female. A black one. How would it work with a female though? Um, I think it's, more, it's way more likely to be a female than Idris Elba. Yeah. I think at this point. Yeah. Black James Bond's a myth. Really? Yeah. Well, maybe not a myth, but I think. A black James do, Bond? I think it's more lucrative maybe to have a woman do it. I just how, think, how would that work though? Uh, just replace James Bond with a woman. Yeah, but what, what, yeah, but what will her, replace, yeah, but what will her name be though? Oh, uh, something sexual probably. Jamie Bond? Jamie Bond. I'm sick. That works. I'm telling you, I'm all bars, man. I'm not interested to watch the film. Zero. Three. Like, James, James like Star is, Wars. James Bond is live to me. Is that man. Star Wars for me? Well, do you know what you do have an interest in? What? Hip hop. So let's start talking about hip hop. <laughs> yeah, you brought that back amazingly. Thank you very much. Because I was going to get to Star Wars and how that shit. But. Thank you very much. Well, I'm Star Wars. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, the only stars are us and we're worrying about hip hop. Oh, That's talk your do. shit. That's fam. You ain't your bag, fam. That's what we do. That's what Shout we do. Shout out to Tsunami, sir. See the wordplay, bro. I do my job. <laughs> anyway. Um, <laughs> you terminator shit. And on that note, let's get on to the first topic. So um, I guess we just wanted to get into an album that came out recently um, from one of the premier rap rappers, MCs of hip hop, the decade and just like, like of recent times. Uh, the MC known as Rhapsody. She released an album called Eve. I think it yep, was yep. at the beginning of this month or something like that. Mm. Um, can't remember how many tracks it is. How many tracks? Sixteen. Sixteen tracks. It's a con- it's a concept album, um, and each song is named after a prominent woman in American slash world history. Um, so you have uh, Oprah, Leah, Oprah, Serena. Serena um yeah, the, the Ibti Hajj. Who's Ibti Hajj, by the way? Um, she a was a fencer. It's, it's, a, it's a black Muslim woman who fences. Yeah. It's the first woman to win an Olympic gold for America wearing a hijab. Oh. And yeah, that's essentially her story. Yeah. I Iman, mean, because once you, one, yeah, Iman's the first Afini. Somali black African model. Yes. And she's Somali. Was married to David Bowie as well. Uh, we don't count that bit. <laughs> wow. Why not? You got David Bowie, he's a legend, no, no, man. No, no, David no, Bowie no. is a legend. No. You don't like David and Bowie? And he was down. He was about it. He was down with us. Was he? Yeah, no, he was conscious. I he was very that. conscious. I, yeah. I mean, he married a man. I mean, I'd rather her marry Ahmed. I feel you. Um, Afini as well. Shout out to Afini Shout Shakur. Out Afini rest in peace. Um, Michelle. Michelle Obama. Um, Nina Ma- Simone. Nina Simone. Maya Angelou. Whoopi Goldberg. Cleopatra. 
No. Is that not clear? It's clear from Say It Off. Swear. Queen Latifah's character. Queen Latifah. Oh, she yeah. said that Breakfast Club, innit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think everyone just thought it was Cleopatra. Yes. But it was clear. Oh, yeah, because Queen Latifah's even on the... Oh, that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you get the idea. Very much women-centred, tribute to women, black women as well, black girl magic, all that stuff. Um, it's got a lot of features. It's got J. Cole. It's got Sir, Jid, Queen, Queen Latifah, she- Elvana, D'Angelo. Jizza, K. Roosevelt, Lakely 47, who's a very dope MC. Is it Lakely went... or Licky Lee? It's not Licky Lee. <laughs> yeah, we're going with Lakely. There's already a Licky Lee. We're I think it's Lakely. We're going with Lakely. I think it's Lakely uh, or Leakly. Either way, she's like a master rapper, female MC. She's dope. So yeah, I guess we just want to get into what we thought about the album, basically. Um, Mohammed, what are your thoughts? Um, I think it's the best album this year. Oof. Wow. Oof. Not gonna that lie. is the hottest of hot takes. I don't think it is. Because... I think I was riding with Little Sims' album for the longest. Even last episode, I said Little Sims. Mm. And I've listened to... I was listening to Rap CDs. I've been a Rap CD fan for a minute. I think we all have here. Um, I think there's only been maybe one rapper or two that's been out-rapping her for the last two years, three years. Mm. Out of the new, like, out of 2012 onwards. So, like, not including the Hoves, the Nazis. I'll say Kendrick and afterwards. I think there's only two people that are out-rapping her. I think I said Cole and Kendrick... And Cole's even, I think Cole's, only because of Cole's, if Cole didn't have his last year, I would have said Rhapsody has been getting busy. But anyway, Rhapsody for me is top three rappers out of the new wave that go the hardest. So already I've put in her that kind of echelon. Mm. Kendrick Cole, Rhapsody. She's already at that level for me. So like with this album, because I've loved her last album, I forgot the name of it. To me, it deserved all the applause that she got. Layla's Wisdom. Yeah, to me, that's one of the best albums I heard that year as well. Um, so the pressure was on her for this album, I think, disgustingly. Like there's a lot for you to follow it up and because a lot of people could be like, oh, it was a fluke. So for her to follow it up, the, for her to even think of outside the box to be like, I'm going to name each of my songs a meaning and a rap about it. The music, everything just fitted with this album. From the music videos to the bars, to what it was called, to the beat production, to the flow. She even, to me, she the Queen Latifah feature. I didn't know, I'll let Peter get into that because I can't feel like he wants to get into that. Because I was going to get into I want to get into that too. Because I was going to talk about it, but yeah. I had, as, soon as, I said, as soon as I said Queen Latifah, yo, Peter gave me a look. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. Yeah, because I was genuinely going to talk about her feature because oh, to me, man. yo, for her to be rapping like that in 2019, I don't want to hear it, man. Oh, and she bro. needs to get her flowers as well because sometimes she gets overlooked. Oh, 100%. But I'll let Peter get into it. No doubt. No, I loved everything about this album, man. You feel, yeah. Um, from the album cover, it was just so black and I love it. You know what I'm saying? I love it. I love from that to um, the the names of the songs, man, I, I love the fact that you know she's um, shining light and and bigging up, you know, prominent black women all over the world. I just thought it was amazing, um, and the themes throughout the album as well, man. I think really important. For some reason, when I finished listening to the album, I felt like this is like a sister project to Kendrick's "The Pepper Butterfly." It just gave me that feel. Oh uh, yeah, I like what um, you done there. I like what you done I was there. thinking about it, and I haven't quite structured out the thought, but. So I need some time to think about it, but that was my initial feeling. Um, so from the production, I really enjoyed. I liked that she, because um, I think because she has been rapping overnight for Wonder type production for so long, you know, that heavy soul sample driven type of production, it's easy to get pigeonholed into only stick by that. You, some may say that's kind of her comfort zone, but I feel like on this album, yeah, you get that, but she also has experimented with different types of production as well, a bit more bouncier type of production. And that's not necessarily my bag, but I appreciate what she tried to do. Um, 
she kind of gave me like that Jay feel sometimes where she was flowing over these different types of production. Um, and I was really impressed, man. Like another feeling I had when I finished listening as well was like, she kind of gives me that feel of like Jay and Lauren like mashed into one. Like she's, she's a poet, but she can like just flow to anything. She's so poet, extremely confident. Yeah, it's a poet being maybe the Lauren Hill side of things and then the flow being the more Jay side I of get things. What you, mean, I you know what I'm saying? Um, and yeah, I just, I just really enjoy the album, man. I, I love the fact that like, it's so heavily focused on, you know, black woman empowerment. Um, and I feel like she's just speaking to so much that, you know, people need to pay attention to. Not only is this like album like, not only will it speak to black women, I feel like it will speak to black men as well. There are so many different types of themes. Like I think on um, Afini, where she kind of was rapping about, you know, how black women are treated by black men. And I quite enjoyed that. And it used, I liked the way it sampled Tupac's um, Keep Your Head Up chorus, or I think it was chorus or one of the verses. And I like the way she uses that to kind of speak to, you know, questioning maybe how some black men may treat black women. I just thought it was really important, man. So I love this whole album, bro. I love yeah. the whole album, man. Yeah, it's definitely a, a really dope album. Um, I loved the concept from beginning to end. Um, I think any time a black woman is given flowers, whether that's like in politics or sport or any kind of walk of life, it's a win for everybody. Um, so she did really well, like highlighting every woman that she named the song after. Um, I think she's like supremely confident, man. She she almost carries like like a male swagger about her in the sense of like her confidence. And she how, knows she's she dope. knows she's nice, and she has definitely improved. Like Layla's wisdom was like such a dope album but she's managed to top it um as far as like bars production knife wonder knife wonder went in shout out to him um like the features like everything was just like really good um and i feel like it's, it's just taken as much as like Layla's wisdom kind of broke her through to like a mainstream obviously she's got like a grammy nomination and stuff i think eve has probably it's probably a little bit more like not niche but it's a little bit more like in the bag of like emceeing and concept. So, but it kind of shows that she is such a dope artist and shows that she can really like weave together certain themes and really come to, so that for them to really come together and make a really cohesive and like really tightly condensed and dope album. Um, like highlights, Ibti Hodge is just such a dope song. Um, I love the Jizza song, Liquid Swords. So, that flip was amazing, and we have, we got we got a verse from Jizza as well, which is dope. Queen Latifah, man. Oh yeah, and I didn't even get to touch Queen on that. Queen Latifah, man. bro, um, bro. I was she, so shocked. She could have gone on for about ten more minutes, and I would have loved every. I minute was of it. so shocked because I'm not gonna lie, man. I haven't been that exposed to her music, so I probably don't know about her rapping abilities that well. So when I heard the verse, I was like, "Who who is that?" I had to look on my phone. I was like, "Who's this featured on this track?" Oh, she was barring. Like Queen Latifah was boring, and I don't, I don't know how much she raps nowadays, but she doesn't. She, she barely raps now. Maybe that's also it? the shock as well. She doesn't do it. Like she's shows, been in films for so long. But that shows you how dope rhapsody is. Like Queen, won't, Queen Latifah won't rap for anybody. Yeah, she might not. I'm sure Remy Mars wanted a verse from Rhapsody. I mean, look at Queen Latifah, mm. Nicki. Do you know what I mean? I'm sure they've yeah. asked. Maybe so for her to co-sign Rhapsody shows you how dope rap. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I don't think Queen Latifah's out here giving bars to everybody. She clearly isn't. And I was, no I'm so like royal about this tune, isn't it? it like, was, I think it was named after the first um, Egyptian pharaoh. Yeah. Um, and there was a something like just so regal about it. I really enjoyed, man. Like, 
just like there was this presence that they both had. It was a perfect setup, and then yeah. she just barred and barred and barred. It's like even though she came up on like with like Tribe and Della Soul and them man like decades ago, she sounded like she was like a new school rapper. Yeah, but I was so happy she didn't sound dated. Yeah, like, at all. Yeah, man. Like, the I... flow was perfect. Like the, everything punch was lines, just, everything, the punch lines, man, everything, like... man. It was dope. The references, I just yeah, enjoyed right. that she whole really feature, man. Back, she really rolled back the years there. She might have rapped better on that verse than she ever has. <laughs> that might have been my favourite feature, my I'm best like, feature on that. Like, it's crazy. Because I think I put Queen Latifah as one of my pick, pick yeah, of the weeks. Yeah, you did, yeah. Like, I'm a Queen Latifah fan. Like, I think I even said it that day where I was like, yo, she doesn't get her flowers. I'm a, I've always been a Queen Latifah fan. Like, I'm not going to like, I really mm. like her rapping. I've always... So from, when I heard it, I was like, yeah, she's it's different. It's different. So even yeah. to you as yeah, a fan, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Bro, it's different. It's like, I think she just got an itch and was like... Let me just remind these people. Like, you know when you just need to remind people remind something? Yeah. yeah, like Jay does it. Jay does it. Jay does it a lot. Jay yeah. does that a lot. Jay reminds people a lot. Like, don't get it. Like, Jay will go on a future track. Just remind people, like, yo, who I am. Let me just little show these man. Yeah, like, yo, let me I just show these. Like, that's yeah, how like, I felt about Jizza. Yeah. Jizza, Jizza doesn't rap much. Mm. He's too, he's he's like more of a, like a lecturer, like an intellectual now. You don't find it. So what, you know what I'm saying? Even He, he even said it like, the first opening line was like, it's very hard to find me. Um, when I'm like so yeah, under yeah, the radar yeah. um, and he was just dope man he just he was in his pocket like that was his beat essentially that RZA made from way back when and he just like breathed new life into it and it was just dope so I think she Rhapsody had this like really dope way of just like reintroducing like legends who we thought might not have had might not necessarily be washed up but we hadn't heard from for so long and like they can still obviously really rap mm. and that was another like just it was nice it was a nice icing to the cake of the album basically and I, I feel think. like she's a great storyteller too and I don't feel like I picked up on it before like she's got a song called um, Mirrorly which is named uh, I think she was the wife of Meg the Evers who was a civil rights activist and I like the way she kind of told that story in a sense as well and I think she did it in like one verse she I think there was a second verse but that was a, that lent away from the actual story whereas the first verse was very quite it was quite focused on that and I like the way she did that, man, because a lot of people don't really know too much about, you know, her story. I think we hear about Coretta Scott King as like, you know, being um, a widow to, to, you know, MLK and that. But Meg the Evers was equally as important in the civil rights movement, too. So to hear, you know, a, little, a story about, you know, his partner, somebody who was probably his backbone when he was out here trying to fight for us. I thought that was dope. And I just like the way she did it, man. I just... I don't know, bro. I love being black, man. Yeah, man. It's, it's, oh, I, I love being I black, you, man. I love it. But I do like the balance as well, like between the Michelles and the <coughs> and the Aaliyahs, the, the well-known people, and then she, the, 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 the Ipsy Hodges. Very well-rounded. Well like, very well-rounded as well. So. Yeah, man. So obviously she's very woke about like black women doing bits in the world and society. and It's crazy. They've been like, doing bits. Yeah, but like, it's because I've always, because she was wasn't man, black, I've always known Ipsy Hodges. Mm. Like I've generally... Always known from when she won the gold, but like not a lot of people knew about. I her. wasn't aware. Yeah, that's my I point. Wasn't aware of I knew about her just because maybe it's because it's in my your consciousness. Yeah, yeah. like my life. Like yeah. I'm Muslim, I'm black. Mm -hmm. You know the minute a black Muslim does sign. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? First hijab. Plus, it was on my Twitter feed a lot when she won gold. But like the first hijab black woman that's won gold from America, boom, it's on my time. Like, yeah. do you know what I mean? Or like a Somali girl playing basketball in the hijab, it's on my time. Like, yeah. So like for her to even make a record about her, I bruv, the Please tell me you guys have seen a music video for Ifti Hajj. Yeah, seen yes. it. Yeah, that was dope. Bro, that like, was dope. Yeah. it was 1010. Yeah. Like, all the black women wearing heads. I really enjoyed that. Because, like, when you think Muslim people, like, as much as we know black people are Muslim, what's the first thing that everyone thinks of? Like, terrorism. Asians and Arabs yeah. and terrorism. Yeah. Like, they don't really think about 
a, the black Muslims. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So like for her to be like, no, like, yo, look, bruv, there's, do you know what I mean? Like, look, we're here too. Not saying she's Muslim, but like, yo, we're, like, me, personally, like me personally, yeah. like, yo, we're here too. Like black Muslims are here. Whether you're Ghanaian, Nigerian, Somali, Ariva, whatever, like, yo, we're here too. But that music video for me, I don't know if it hit me differently because I'm Muslim. That it it hit me did. differently, bro. That mm. music video was perfect. Like, I loved every bit of it. I even said it to my sister, like, yo, check this out. Yeah. I swear. I even said it to my sister, like, yo, you need to watch this. As, as, as black men, what did you, man, how did this album make you feel? Um, did it feel like, did it make you feel like maybe <laughs> just we need to, we need to in mind. society you need to do more for black women? Well, it's a tricky one, man. I get what you mean, though. Do you know what I mean? Because I, 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 I feel like the album was asking a lot of vital questions. I, feel we, I we think it made, it made me certainly look at my interactions with black women and whether I really acknowledged their struggle. You can never acknowledge well, your struggle. Of course you can. No, not to the team. You can acknowledge it. You can acknowledge it, but never understand Yeah, it. but that's what I'm saying. It made me like, maybe it made me just zoom in on it even more so. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think Michael Mack said it. Didn't he say something about like- Black women are probably the most He said the, 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 most, the, most, the most disrespected and the most screened yeah. women in the world are black women. It's, it's the black woman and that's, that's very much the case. Um, I think because Rhapsody came through with the last album in a way that, maybe not as much harping on like the black woman's struggle as much as this album. It was kind of already aware in her work as far as like generally. Um, it definitely made me think that, it definitely reinforced my belief that black women are treated like absolute shit in society and that needs to change because they are the foundation. Um, as far as my like day-to-day interactions with black women, it's, I suppose it's kind of hard because like, it's like, where do you start? Mm. Even trying to like, right the wrongs of so many decades and centuries of subjugation by from, from like on the hands of like black women um but not only just from white men also from black men yeah 100 i wouldn't say it's changed my approach okay it's made me self-reflect that's i think that's more so what i was looking <laughs> yeah, for i probably didn't yeah. phrase it properly yeah just more so more awareness self, on yeah, our it's, part yeah, yeah it's maybe self-reflect because yeah. as much as we think about careers we don't think about the wives of these guys. Because it's always the men that are front line. Yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? I feel like if Bar rolls apart, you don't think about the women of the civil rights era. Right. If you're any person who isn't, if you're anyone who isn't a black woman who's listened to this album and not gone away with any kind of perspective about their greatness, then you haven't been listening. You haven't listened to the album properly. You haven't listened to the album properly. You haven't seen any of the, the song titles. You haven't seen yeah. anything. So it definitely gets you thinking in a way. Um, Do you think you need to be black for the album to hit you the way it's hit? Not at all. Us? I think it, I think it'll even be great for white people, whether you're male or, or female, to listen to this album and take it in as well. Because I'm sure they don't really have an appreciation for the struggle of a black woman either. Especially not. them. Definitely not. Do you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I think it, I think it'll be brilliant for them to also take it. It's, I think the album's for everyone, man. I've got a question for you guys. Mm. Um, from what I'm hearing, the way you guys are raving about the album, is it potential to be? Yeah, it's still too early yet, for me. It early? It's still too early uh, for me. It's a bloody great album. I you know, sometimes when you could, I don't mean to cut your phone, you know, sometimes when we've had a conversation when you could tell, let me not wear it, it's my best album. It's my favorite album of the year, hands down. Okay. Easily my favorite album of the year. I still think it's the best. But if you feel like I it's too thoroughly soon, enjoyed everything about it, especially because I'm so content driven yeah, as well. And the content in this really speaks to me. So it probably will end up in one of my best albums of the year lists. Um, but I still want to wait because it's been a long year. There were still albums I've probably forgotten that have dropped earlier this year. So I want to wait. For me, it's definitely top five. Cool. Albums of the year. I Rap albums of the year. 100%. I think it's been Hands a week. Hands down. I feel like it's been a week, yeah. From 
everything it's everything bruv everything I think like especially albums these days like albums these days don't really especially from like mainstream commercial artists like they don't really hit in the same way because maybe because of the running length that's too short or maybe they're trying to chase too many hits or there isn't too much of a like tight condensed like concept or anything like this was an album man this is a proper proper album not just like a collection of songs together it really weaved together in the right way to which like and it deserves its it deserves its praise the praise that it's getting and I definitely feel like it's definitely one of the best albums of the year this is what I need Cole to do I don't mean to cut you off yeah, that's cool that is what I need Cole to do just focus on one subject and just body the album. I mean, he tried to but do even, that with KOD. Even, and even speaking on, yeah. focusing on one subject, I just felt like it, it wasn't even redundant. Like I felt like she was just giving me so many different perspectives of- It's because of a new angle every song. Yeah, and I just thought that was brilliant, man. And the way she was even able to marry the content and the production, because that's not easy. It's so easy yeah, in know, this yeah. day and age to come across preachy. Especially when you're speaking about things like she's speaking about. There's constantly, I feel like the self-love aspect is on every single track. And even in that, in a sense, for some people it might be boring, but I feel like she kept it entertaining on every track. Yeah. And the uh, flipping of the flows as well was probably what did that as well, as well as different ties of production. Um, I got a question for you guys. And again, like, sorry to cut you off, no. but and again, like, there's there's a very fine line between like being educational and being preachy. Mm. Yeah. I feel like she was not preachy at all. I feel like she was educating a lot of people and she kept it G with it as well. So again, like that's, also like a very like hard balancing act to really achieve um, because you could easily venture on the preachy like oh yeah look at this black woman she did great look at this black woman she did great praise them like That's know it. them yeah. Yeah. but she kept it all the way consistent with and again it goes back to the swagger it goes back to the confidence it goes back to the flows like she's just that girl. She's, she's that woman man I've got, I've got I feel like sorry to cut you off man. I feel like I'm getting old though you know because there are certain samples in this um, in the album that made me feel like oh that was released back then and I remember when it was released age. we're getting to that age I've always mentioned this we're getting to the age now where we really know what, sam- what samples because um, also what, Peter's what? 80 years old shut the hell up he is <laughs> but one of my favourite songs in the album so was a song man. called um, Maya after Maya Angelou and um, it had the Erica Badu Green Eyes sample and that's one of my Erica Favorite Erica songs. Audience, Peter's wearing an Erica Badu she shirt. We oh to, yeah, he is. This it? needs to be the album, the um, the podcast cover. No, it doesn't. Oh, actually, you're really are wearing no, Erica Badu. Yeah, man. Oh, I didn't even mean to do that, man. It just happened. Shout out to Jay Electronica. We're not talking about Erica <laughs> Anyway, um, I feel you. The and DLC. But yeah, seven. You man gonna let me go? Anymore? Anymore? I mean, we got off Mo twice. Anymore? We did. Mars. Who's Mars? Seven. Her daughter, isn't it? Oh. And seven. And seven, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Hey, man. Can I go on? Shout out to seven. All right, cool. <laughs> um, yeah, I just enjoyed that sample, man. I just like the way they flipped that. That was, that was crazy, man. Um, that's all you had? That's all I had. <laughs> that's all I wanted to say. And you, man, Mo. wouldn't even let me land. <laughs> so what's her last album a classic for you guys? Just out of curiosity. It was a, it was a great album. Was that classic? All right, cool. So but we can safely say she's it had back It was a great to- album, man. So we can safely say it's not too soon to say she's had back-to-back great albums. Not, not no. at all. Not cool. at all. Back to back great um, It's safe to say that not a lot of females have done that. Do you know what? Stop. I, I don't want to do that. I don't want to split it. Let's not split it. Let's not say females. No, I just want to ask a question. But for the, per- no, I'm for getting, the sake of argument. For the sake of the argument. Because I've already told you Rhapsody's top three for me alive. Right, cool. I've already bonafide said, uh, 2008 onwards, Rhapsody's top three. Because I'm there too. Yeah, Rhapsody. She's, she's top three, top, three top four best to, rappers yeah, in the game yeah, right yeah, now. To me, she's top three enough for, so never split it. I'm right, just saying, cool. female rappers of all time, She's done enough to be in my top five. 
I think she's done enough to be in the top five. But that's what I'm saying, though. We, that's what I feel like we need to stop. No, but just for the sake of argument. No, but, could, that, no, but, yeah, but that's the issue, though. I feel like that needs to not be an argument. No, though. you can separate no, female but, and No, but male. we shouldn't, know. You can, though. But that's the biggest issue that I feel like female MCs have and females full stop have. No, like Rhapsody is... I could say Rhapsody... Yeah, but where, where, where? Yeah, it's a male-dominated genre of music, but I think we should try and stay away no, from because, it. No, you can still have the debate of... I get what you say. Rhapsody, you know what I'm saying? Rhapsody will still be my top 15 of all time, whatever. Like when it's all said and done, I've got a feeling. It's going to be a debate regardless. But you can still separate. Because, because it's by our natural inclination to separate the men from the women. Yeah. Obviously, we've all established that she's a top tier MC. But that might male be a problem. Or, male or female. But that might be a problem though. Splitting the two. Not when you've already given them their, well, not when you've already said how good they are in general. No, but still, because they're so, because it's so hard for them to get their respect. I think separating them probably doesn't help. Just for the sake of the argument though. Okay, for the sake of the argument. Is she top five female of all time? That's too, bro, it's too soon. That's way too soon. For me, she Top five of all time. Yeah, for me, she... Top 10. Top five. Top 10, top 10. Trying to think back to like album. If she drops another great album, top five. Ah, too soon enough for me. She's already my favorite. Of all time? Female, yes. She's second favorite for me. If, just for just for this conversation, but you got to factor in like, because, and this is why we kind of need to separate the male from the female because there have been so many female MCs that have come through and have made so much impact for female MCs. When you go all the way back to MC Light, Roxanne Shante, Little Kim, Foxy Brown, Queen Latifah, like Nicki Minaj in a lot of ways, Missy yeah, in a, in, in, exactly in a lot of ways, there does need to be that kind of division. And audience, don't hate us, especially the females. Like, there does need to be a little bit of it's not separation. There does need to be they, a little bit because no, the, I'm male, not, the, I'm male not saying impact, the male impact and the female impact is different. I'm not saying it's disrespectful. I just feel as though where they work so hard to get just respect. I agree with you. So I can say- uh, It's tight. You feel me? I can it's, say tight. it's tight. I agree. I can it's say Lauren's a top 10 for me of all time. But I can also say she's the best female rapper I've ever heard. Mm. Facts. Or my favorite anyway. Let me not say favorite because Jean Grey might be my- It's the same thing as like- if yeah, big up Jean Grey, man. That's what I'm saying. She might be the exactly. best I've ever had. But my favorite. But we'd be, we'd, be doing, we'd be doing the same if it was like an Asian rapper or a gay rapper. Or like... I don't think we would. if it was an Asian rapper, I don't think we would be. I definitely would be. Have, would you, ever you? To, have you ever said to yourself what's the best? Have you ever said what's the best Mexican rapper? No, we don't look who's up. I've definitely, definitely said who's the best Hispanic rapper because it's better than. I don't do that. I think it's pun anyway, just for sure. Yeah, yeah, but it, okay, it even in talking about big pun, like, I'm not gonna say yo, he's the best Latin rapper. I don't even think about that. I've never done. Fine, 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 but. You're not going to say that beginning with. You're going to say he's a dope rapper, of course. But when you go down to his like specificities, and he is specific in the sense that he's a Puerto Rican rapper, there aren't that many. That's a fact. Because we in separate the, in the UK wider and US. scheme of things. Like when you really like, it's a bit like I think I disagree like, with that. Is it, do you think it's like UK and US the way we separate UK and US rappers? That's different because we are in the UK, so we're going to look at our scene differently to how we look at the scene in the states. Big Pun was in the American scene. He wasn't in the Latin scene. We might so be, for so splitting the fact that he's like a Latino from the fact that he's a rapper, I don't feel like makes too much sense. I don't think that matters. I don't think it matters whether he's in the Latino scene or the American scene. At the end of the day, he is a Latino who raps. So we're going to judge him by other Latinos who rap. If he um, happens to be the best at it, then we're going to call him that. Obviously, we're not going to lead with that because we're smart, but- It'll be a topic. It but that, okay, topic. cool. So we're not going to lead with that. And, no, no. and I feel like that's what um, we lead with women who happen to rap want as well. Yeah. I'm, they don't want us to lead with oh, the fact that they're women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's different with women. It's different, with, it's different with women. It's definitely different with women. Like, because they're women, yeah. we are going to lead with that. Well, generally, hip hop is going to, the world but they is don't going want to. That, which is, uh, yeah, and that's I fine. Get. But we have already established that Rhapsody is a dope MC, period. Right. 
Then we break it down to the females, which, you know, it's fun to do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, but she's in my, anyway, just for argument, say she's in my, for whoever cares, perhaps she's in my top five. What was you man's um, favorite songs? Ifty Hodge. Ifty Hodge. Oh, that's been on repeat. That's been on repeat. But it might be because of the music videos. I had Iman. That's my favorite tune. Can I just say shout out to And Iman's beautiful. Oh my goodness gracious. She's a Somali woman. She's actually perfection. I'm proud of Iman. Shout out to Somalia, man. And I really enjoyed them. The Sir feature. He's a dope singer. Yeah, shout out to Somalia, man. Bloody hell. I didn't grow up with D'Angelo and Ipti Hodge until I saw the credits. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, he's D'Angelo, isn't it? What, that, you, what does that mean? You saw the reference from interview where she mentioned it was talking about him, right? She's like, no one knows, no one sees him. She's like, <laughs> That's like, real though. Yeah, because I, I think Envy was like, was he in the studio? And she was like, Envy, because you know Envy's stupid. She was like, was he in the studio? She goes, D'Angelo? Nah, nah, nah. You don't nah, get in the nah, studio nah. with D'Angelo. She don't get in the studio with D'Angelo. You know who does get in the studio with D'Angelo? Peter. Peter. <laughs> so what, I'm the only one that knows where You're he is. D'Angelo wear for, uh, for Doris. Well, when he was, where he does. Only thing I know from D'Angelo is. Where does Gino Palladino sleep? Um, I don't know, but he's from Leeds, I believe. Who's, oh, is he? Yo, who's and he? it's Pino. Pino Palladino. Who's, who's, oh, my bad. He's yo. a bass player in um, D'Angelo's band. Okay. Pino Palladino. Pino Palladino. Don't ever correct me on this guy's name <laughs> in your life. <laughs> don't ever disrespect my guy, though. Yo, Pino Palladino. Okay, cool. The, why you got to say that? Yeah, I, don't, like, I don't like the energy when you're like saying a, that. You know what he sounds like, yeah? You know FM when they used to just make Brazilians after a while? <laughs> you know Pro when the plays used to just make it recreated? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Yo, yo, bastard. Because <laughs> I know what you're talking you know about. That, like, <laughs> is that when you select one team and it's just random yeah, names? Yeah, bruv. Like, random names. You know when you go like 2038 in pro, so they just need to start making footballers. <laughs> Pino Paladino. Yo, no, 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 no we ain't going to do that. that. Yo. I let you, man, disrespect Black Thor. Only we ain't doing that Pino Paladino. Only thing I know from D'Angelo is when he wore the little, when he had no t-shirt and he was just naked and he had the V, the T. We really let You got to listen to Voodoo. What? You got to listen to Voodoo. Oh, you justify that, yeah? We don't believe that. No, 100% you need to listen. We don't believe that in my country. Bro, if you enjoyed Miller Blue's EP, there's no reason why you won't love... Well, despite all that, D'Angelo did a very good feature on Ipty Hodge. Shout out to Ipty Hodge, man. That's my favorite song on the album. Shout out to the album Rhapsody. Yeah, I think I've got Maya. um, I've got the Aaliyah tune and um, Iman. Those are my favorite songs. Afini might be second for me. Do you guys think now that Rhapsody has earned a new level of respect in the game? Because obviously the Lay- Layla's wisdom really put her on the map. Yeah. You feel like she's kind of consolidated that. Yeah. yeah. When you do it back with to back, back. With back to back great albums. Yeah, man. It's, easy to it's have, undeniable. Yeah. It's easy to have one great album. Yeah. Ask Lil Wayne. And I definitely feel like it, it, it says a lot uh, for female rap, especially in like 2019, where like we are seeing such a res- renaissance of so many rappers with so many different qualities and fit so many different markets. So for Meg Thee Stallion, you've got a Lakerly... 47, for for uh, for a Cardi B, you've got a Rico Nasty. They're all doing different things and occupying different spaces, which is great for the game. And Rhapsody is kind of putting the icing on the cake by dropping a really dope album that I hope a lot of people will respect and like appreciate because of its messages and what it's doing for black women generally. Like, I feel like you can, I feel like anyone can listen to that album and be like, yo, that's like, that was a statement from like a really dope MC and... I suppose nowadays that's kind of what I'm looking for from like our like top tier MC is just statements, man. Why is she not mainstream? Because, whew, good question. That's a loaded one, man. Um, I've I think I know the answer. Why? I think she's got the potential because if someone like Kendrick Lamar can do it, there's no it's reason why Rhapsody can't do it. It's different for a no. I think I don't I don't know if it is. Tell me the last conscious female that went mainstream. I it still think it might have been Queen Latifah. No, I still think oh, I still think hip hop has a fundamental. Problem. Lauren, yeah, sorry, I mean that's Lauren. Na- that's ninety eight. Yeah. No, Lauren. Hip-hop. I think Lauren. Lauren sang too. She was a part yeah. of Fugees. That's, that's that's a big index you got to put on Lauren because she was doing more than Rhapsody. So like, who's the last? In that sense. I feel like a conscious female rap is hard. Hip hop still has a problem with female MCs. Facts. 
That's that's it. Unless right. they talk about one thing. Exactly. I don't even feel like we should pigeonhole Rhapsody as conscious though. I feel like she does it all. The fact on the more bouncier songs, I think Whoopi. Yeah. And I think Serena. Like she showed that I she can like make. I don't. And think, even on um, what's that song called? I think Sassy off the last album. She can make those. I don't like, conscious, accessible like, oh, songs. But I don't mean conscious like. Con- Let me change what I'm saying. I feel like. Woke? She's more lyrical than she's anything else. So maybe that's the she's problem. Known for I her feel raps. like a lyrical female rapper is Jean Grey. I feel like lyrical females it's harder for them to maybe lyrical rappers full stop because there's not that many that really yeah. There's a few. Kendrick has broke the mold. J Cole's broke the mold. But like even they, but I feel like a female especially like we can't name any. But with Cole, um, I feel like he has a perfect balance because I don't know. If, I don't feel like he's always lyrical miracle. I feel like Kendrick's got a better balance than Cole. I disagree with that. I feel like There's Kendrick's, no, got, I feel no, like I thought, Kendrick's got a better balance of lyrical and commercial. Kendrick's, I feel like Kendrick's got a better well, balance. Well, he's, he's slowly grown into the commercial. Kendrick, does, I feel like J. Cole doesn't have that balance as well. Look at KOD. Really? KOD. KOD's a perfect example of that balance. I don't think he's a balance. I think he's just... It depends on the boring. level of commercial you're looking for. Yeah, I don't think he's, I don't feel like Cole has reached that balance. Like he, hasn't, he hasn't got a humble. That's interesting. Yeah, like humble, humble, even though his messages are conscience, it's mad commercial. It was his first number one. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I guess like depending on the artist, you can turn conscience into commercial. I don't I don't know if Rhapsody's hit that yet. I don't mm-hmm. know if Cole's hit that yet. I don't Kendrick is, I think, might be one of the only ones who can and has. That's my point. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, shout out to Rhapsody, man. She dropped a very dope album. Um, I think I think it's done a lot of good for hip hop, especially this year. Um, and yeah, man, my long may it continue, man, because she's just been consistent for so long. It's been very, very quiet up until like two years ago. And now people are really knowing that she is that, that nigga. One last thing. You guys know how I love Cole. Oh, oh, she bodied Cole in that song, man. She did, innit? She, oh, she bodied Cole. Even listening like Yo, a she year later. bodied, hear what I'm Sojourner. saying, yeah. Bro, Cole don't get bodied easily. Fact. He hasn't been bodied in like how many years? Period. Yeah, you could argue that. Yeah, you could argue Cole hasn't been bodied. And oh Ke- shit, yeah, you can. Kendrick hasn't even bodied Cole. Like, you know what I mean? Mm. What she done, <laughs> man. And that hurt my, yeah, Kendrick has Rhapsody. never bodied Cole. And they're from the same ends. So you know Cole said, fuck, I'm going hard. <laughs> oh, she's from North Carolina too? Yeah, she's from Carolina. Oh, yeah, yeah no, That's great, why in the song where she goes Carolina to the movie yeah. or something like that. Great album, man. Big up Black Women too. Oh, big up Black you. Women, Mega Rhapsody. For My real. favorite album this year. The best album this year. The best rapper this year. Top three best rapper. Right now anyway. So um, I was listening to Koji Radical's new uh, project, Kashmir Tears. Shout out to Koji. Um, to good project, um, but I couldn't help but notice that. <laughs> why are you gonna why say you, that? Why, why are you laughing? I couldn't help but notice. I but. couldn't help but notice, but <laughs> I don't know, man. It, it just it, obviously it represents like a switch in styles for him because I first started listening to Koji in like 2015, 2016, and this is when he was very much the poet, very much like very principled, like talking about really hardcore stuff and rapping off beat and all that kind of kind of stuff and now fast forward to 2019 he's uh rapping on beat he's flowing better he's on more like i suppose i don't want to say happier production but it's more like it's more bright it's brighter it's more like fuck it for for the sake of argument let's just say it's happier rather than like the kind of minimalist kind of dark kind of like gritty kind of beats he was on before Mm. um so my mind kind of just went to, he switched up a little bit as far as like artistically. Um, so I guess, and that's something that I've just kind of felt for him, about him for a minute now. Um, 
the minute when I first started hearing him rap a little bit more and beat more for okay, yeah, he's um he's changing up a little bit. So I guess my question to you guys is like, can someone who has come up in the game being quite a niche artist, whether that's a poet or like just having like a really unorthodox style of rapping or a way of making music, um, can they be like commercially successful doing what they originally came in the game doing? Or do they have to like switch it up a little bit just to like achieve that level of success that obviously every artist wants, but might not necessarily be open to people who are niche, like Koji was, basically. I think it depends. Um, with Koji, I've heard the album too. I haven't sat with it, but I've given it a couple of listens. Um, I really enjoyed it. So I know, and I know exactly what you're talking about. I think compared to like In God's Body, which was the project before, um, I can hear the transition to a lot more of a um, happier style of production, as you put it, or, um, you know, but brighter production. I don't know if that's him trying to blow. I feel like that might be a natural progression. Um, I think there's only so far you can go with, you know, that spoken word type of style over any type of production. Um, I think the more you you grow as an individual, I'm assuming, the more you're going to want to try and experiment and do new things. I think the question maybe to ask ourselves is like, at what point is maybe trying new things seen as selling out or attempting to switch up to, you know, become successful? Can it not just be a gradual gradual growth? Can't it just be him experimenting? I think the lines are very blurred. I mean, I think in his case, it is very much artistic progression because he is still a young man. He's probably, what, like 25, 26. So you're not necessarily going to do the things that you did when you came in the game when you're like five, six years deep. So I get that. It just... Obviously, we don't know what happens in behind closed doors. Maybe behind closed doors, he's made a conscious decision to do different stuff. So, and, and that's why it sounds different. Is he signed? Uh, yeah, he's on um, Asylum, which is on Atlantic, I believe. Okay. So it's like an offshoot of Atlantic. Um, so I definitely respect the progression. And I'm not saying in any way his his switch up is in any way bad because I think it definitely suits him. I think this out, this this project is definitely him in his bag. He's definitely like, he seems more like hungry and determined than he has like in a long time or like even on, in God's body, even that's a good good project. Um, I feel like Cashmere Tears is definitely like a progression for him. Mm. Um, I guess for me, it's just like, where is the line drawn between progression and quote unquote selling out? And this is not me saying that he's sold out or anything. But someone who is, who has come into the game as a poet, um, someone who's came in the game with like a very principled way of doing things, to then switch it up. And it's not even that significant, but in a way that's significant to me, to the point where I notice, oh, well, he's doing something different. Mm. Like, is that, is that like him doing that for like more praise? So you think maybe he's realize that his original style of music ain't going to get him that much notoriety. So maybe this is him trying to... Maybe, man. I think... Well, here's the thing. Him doing what he was doing got him to this stage. So I think he was getting that attention, but it was only going to get to a certain place. Right. Like, I remember interviewing him for, like, Notion magazine, and he was the front cover. Mm. So... And that was him just doing... That was before in God's Body. Mm. That, he, um, that was, like, in the lead-up to... 23 it. Winters. No, that was like, so basically it was after 23 Winters and he was just about to drop in God's Body. So he had already reached a platform 
that's like notable mm. doing what he was doing. Maybe, and I'm not going to try and put thoughts in his head or anything, but maybe he got to a point where he thought, okay, yeah, that's done now. Let me try and do something that's going to get me to a next level. Mm. And with someone like Koji, like, I only, I, I personally think he's only going to get so far. I don't think he's going to have like a number one song or number one album or anything. Why? I think this album shows that it's, it's possible because even with, you know, the title, the, the, the title track of the album, Cashmere Tears, like that's, that's a bouncy tune. That's funky. He can like, it can, it can do something. Yeah, but top five, top 10 single? I don't think so. Not maybe, maybe not in this current format. Maybe if he was to go- Maybe in the firm, urban charts. May, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe, in, maybe, <laughs> maybe. But even then, like, I'm not sure if the urban charts are even really see. I'm not sure. Okay. I don't know how many roadmen, for example, know who Koji Radical is. I'm I not going to lie to you. I think I could talk for that. <laughs> you, you, you're the roadman. You're the roadman correspondent. You speak for the roadman. I don't think I speak for the roadman. You speak for the roadman. You just, you like, just chimed in. You, you yeah, haven't chimed in at all this topic. No, because I feel like I can speak to this. Um, you're right. The, after speaking to a few roadmen and talking to them, we don't know who they, he is. But what does that mean, though? I, but I've got a question for you guys. When you say, can a niche rapper transcend and cross over? Would you ever say Tyler Lucas is a niche rapper before he blew? It's different, man. It was the How? stuff he was the stuff he was talking about, man. That stuff, the stuff he was talking about, made him mainstream. He was talking about fuck school, uh, raping people, sucking dick. Just yeah, it was it was it was way different, man. He doesn't talk. Koji Radical was talking about revolution. He was talking about slavery. Black empowerment. Black no, I'm just thinking about can, like liberation. niche rappers, like people that just are different. It's a different level of niche. Tyler but niche, can... niche more so means when you specialize in something. So I don't know if Tyler specialized in anything. I think he, he was just, just, trying to be just, he like, just had he had his content, his off the wall weird content. But he was a great musician though. Tyler was definitely horrorcore. The subject matter, his subject really matter was horrorcore. before him. But he never yeah, it was. No, I'm just saying, how can well, I put horrorcore. it? Horrorcore. Horrorcore was, but like, I feel like Tyler the Creator was just started a wave, but I don't know how to word it properly. I know what you're talking about. I feel he, like that, Tyler Odd Future, Odd Future did They definitely started something. No, it was just in the new wave of alternative rap. Yeah. But his niche was completely different because it spoke to a wider audience as far as the controversy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cold Radical, in some circles, probably could be seen as controversial, but he's not going to be seen in that same light because... He's talking about things that are empowering us rather than pissing off white people, if you see what I mean. I feel you. Then well, to answer your question. But then, then what about my man? Isn't he a similar rapper? Um, the one that was, and he was nominated for Mercury. Um, slow Tie. Slow Tie? But he's kind of more, he's kind of more in the, in the Tyler uh, department. And he's white. He's mixed. Okay, cool. He's, uh, he's, he's he, I mean, to the white people, yeah, he's white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, 100%. cool. The only reason I'll ask is because. I'm no, so, Slow Tie is definitely so, more in like the he Tyler had Boris Johnson's head on Mercury and all of that shit. So That's like, way more Tyler. Yeah, he's, he's a bit wild with it. Right, because it, because Slow Tie can be political in that sense, but it's still a little bit more animated. He's, he's flagrant with it. This is what I mean. Koji's not ad, animated with he his just, stuff. He's more conscious. Yeah. But then to answer your question, if that's his niche of empower, if, if empowering is his niche, you know, Black Revolution, with that particular style, he probably won't get far. Yeah. Not in the UK. Which is probably why he's making the moves to kind of not cross but over. But let's not but put, I don't even want to say that though, because it might just be like a, a gradual evolution. I believe it is, but it's definitely conscious. Mm. It's you definitely reckon? Co 100%. So you, you reckon he thought about it and thought, you know what, I ain't going to get far with this. Let me try something I else. think he's made moves to link up with certain people. So on Cashmere Tears, a lot of it's produced by Swindle, shout out Swindle. 
Oh, um, I didn't even know that. Yeah, a lot of it's produced by Swindle. And you can hear that because if you listen to Swindle's last album, No More Normal, same kind of vibe. Um, and Swindle's even like singing on the album. But like, Swindle big. I'm not that Swindle's familiar not, with Swindle. Swindle's not big, big. He's like, he's been in the game for ages as a producer and he's kind of making more moves as an artist in and of himself. No More Normal's a good album. Um, but I think as Koji has navigated and grown in this scene, he's gone from niche and like marketable to certain people who like publications and circles of fans who are like woke, but also like, oh, check out this artist, Koji Radical. You don't know him. Like, <laughs> I feel like he's in, been in that department of people. Like, it's kind of like if you, if Mo listens to, I don't know, let's say you're the only person that listens to Jadakiss. Yeah. And you're putting other people onto Jadakiss. Like, oh, look at this amazing street rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You man don't know about him. I think that's the same thing as people in the industry who look at Koji Radical. That's not good, man. Yeah, I'm not going to because the only people that I know that listen to Koji Radical generally is like you, man, and people that know you, man. Like my everyday people don't know listen to Koji. No one from Tottenham listens to Koji. And the thing is, Mo, you would enjoy him. I feel you, but I'm just saying just generally, like I didn't know about him until this topic. Mm. You see what I'm saying? That we still, obviously, until you lot mentioned him. You lot have mentioned him before, but I've never listened to him. But like, put him in any one of my boys and ask them how they listen to him. I know they have. And we don't even want to make this about him. We're not targeting him. Yeah, I'm not no, trying to. No, I'm no. not trying to say he's yeah. white, by the way. Yeah, by know, any know, means, I'm not trying to say he's white. I know. I'm he's not trying to say that. What do you say? He's but he's just a perfect example because we we had this conversation off the podcast. But I feel so. like you lot are my just my general feeling is he won't. It's hard for an East rapper in the UK to cross over. Yeah, but someone like Mo Steph, would you have not said that Yasin Bey? Sorry, would you not have said that like he was niche at a point? Yeah, it's different though. Man. He had the hit, man. He had Miss Fat Booty. It's different. Was that a hit? That was yes, a hit. Yo, man. You know, was P- a hit. P- I'm not arguing with this. After okay, look. It was a hit. I think, okay. Did it cross? It no, made, I'm, ask, it I'm, made not, I'm not asking that to be funny. I'm not asking that to be funny. It made enough noise. But did it really like reach made, the masses like that? I think it made enough noise. It made enough noise. It doesn't it need to be a hit. I think it made enough noise for him to be a conscious rapper still, but also someone who can kind of make yeah. kind of more. But then with most Def though, like he like, he's gone though. And he, essentially you could say that he blew off that niche. Hundred percent, but I think the market was wider, right? In a sense of like, hip hop by that point was already like splintering off into its various like circles. Yeah. So you had like backpack rap, you had commercial rap, conscious. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. You had the shiny suit. That was like the shiny suit era, right? Yeah, something like that. So it was easier for him to find a pocket and be successful because the market was bigger. The market in the UK isn't that big, especially UK, for yeah. someone like like a Koji Radical mm. or someone like. Um, a Sully Breaks or Dami Sule. I know Sully Breaks. Do... I fuck with Sully Breaks, by the way. That's like Koji's guy. I fuck with Sully Breaks. That's Brakes. Koji's guy. He used to be from Wood. What about George the Poet? Same. I think so. I think George the Poet has probably been able to make more noise about his stuff because it's very um, specific to certain situations in life or like just like current news, I think. So maybe someone like a George the Poet might be more more visible to then to, to like the mainstream, like, I don't know, like, Becky and like Woking than than Koji Radical because Koji Radical Koji Radical is still very like not to say that George Poe is not artistic with it but if you watch Koji Radical's videos if you see the way he moves his style he's a lot more artistic with it in my opinion right. so I think the artistic nature the artistic aspect of it might not necessarily drag it down but it might shroud it a little bit because it's not as like overt but do you know why I don't know if this conversation even applies to Koji because I think when you have a niche and then you 
steer away and do something different that may come across like you're trying to cross over, sometimes the artistry is sacrificed. I don't feel like Koji is sacrificing the art. And I feel like this new album is a perfect example of that because it's still really good musicianship. 100%. So I don't know if it's fair to even throw Koji in this conversation. I mean... Do you know what I'm saying? It's only, it was only, I mean, it was only a thought, but I also feel like it is a gradual thing that he's obviously being able to put a lid on and put his own spin on it. Mm. I don't think he's gone from poet to, I'm going to try and make a number one hit. That, he's still a poet me. though, because there's still some spoken word in this. Yeah, 100%, of course. So he's not even canning that completely. He's still doing that. So I don't know if we could even say that he's steering completely away from what we consider to be his niche. I mean, it's not to say that he's completely steering away from it. I mm. just think me and my brain, I thought, okay, he's rapping a little bit more on beat. Maybe he's switching up a little bit, which I genuinely believe it is. And again, like, it's not a bad thing. Of mm. course, like, as an artist, you're going to want to do things differently, like, for the most part, anyway. So, again, this is not a slight on the guy. He still makes good music. Um, just an observation. And something that I feel like is like a sign or symptomatic of people in those positions who have come up on making unorthodox music then kind of crossing over. Like, are there any other, other examples of that? Um, Talib Kweli. I think even, and this just popped into my head now, random as hell. But um, even with him, like he started off very conscious. And I think as his career has kind of gone on, he's tried new things. And I think because of his niche, the fans haven't really allowed him to leave that box. So I think it works both ways. I think even when you try, sometimes you might try and leave that box and then you're not allowed to, and then you might do it and then it works. I don't feel, I feel like if you try and do it and the artistry is still extremely good, you should be allowed to. I feel like it depends on the rapper though, man. It depends on the rapper, it depends on their personality. It depends on the rapper, yeah. it depends on, it depends on the rapper themselves rather than the music. I'm not looking to Tyler McCarley for a pop hit or anything that isn't conscious because of the if, way he um, moves. It's so it, to cut you off. If Miss Fat Booty was a hit, you don't think Get By was a hit? I see what you're saying. I think Miss Fat Booty might have done a little bit more because it wasn't conscious, I don't think. Was Miss Fat Booty in line with what you would have expected from most of? Uh, at the time? At the time, no. But So would you have thought, or did you think that was him trying to like bust through? Looking back at it, I was too young, but now when I look back, then yeah, most probably. See, I don't think so. But I then, don't know, man. I feel like I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if it was him deliberately think, trying to bust yeah. through. I think it was just like because he's such a multi-layered artist. Anyway, just to show it you just seemed natural. Whereas with Talib Kweli, that sort of thing doesn't seem natural. Because, yeah, yeah, you know what it is. I think listening to the Black Star album, most definitely stuck out more because he, he was a lot out. more well-rounded. He was a lot more versatile. Mm. Whereas Talib was very much bar 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 bar. Whereas most was giving you singing, he was giving you bars, he was giving you flow, everything. So Miss Fat Booty doesn't seem as much of a stretch for him. Whereas Talib Kweli, if he's making, I try, even though it's a good song, like <laughs> it does seem a bit like, okay, you are clearly trying to make a move here. It doesn't seem as natural. Mm. Yeah, some people, it. you're right. Some people can't leave their niche. It will just look weird. Like, can you imagine Jay Electronica today making up ass down face up track? Can you imagine Jay Electronica making an album? <laughs> when I do this, but do you know what I mean? Mm. I feel like if Jay Electronica trying to make a pop song today, I'll look at him like, 
Even if it, it could be it amazing, just won't be successful, it could be amazing. It could be successful. I'm just not listening to it. I don't think it will be though. No, it won't be. But I'm just saying, say it was. I am not gonna go listen to it because mm. you're stuck in that box from now on. Well, even something like a Simon Says by Farrah Munch, like even though we've known him to be the, the bar, the bar, the bar, he that was a hit because we know him to be a lot more well-rounded than just barring because he showed that throughout the years, even leading up to that. So I think it's very much determined by how you move as an artist, like your attributes, and that's how fans will take you. Mm. I think if you are naturally inclined to be a lot more than just a rapper, we're going to take your hits as something more. Mm. And that's kind of similar to Koji. He's moved in a way that even though he is a poet, he's moved in a way where we've seen the potential for him to do something more. And that's what we take in the Cashmere Tears. I feel so maybe he's not so much of a niche, niche rapper as there are other niche, niche rappers. Someone like a Talib, someone like, a, I don't know. Um, what other examples are there? Um, boy. What, niche rapper? Yes, yeah. I don't even know. Like, was, is Styles P niche? No. Yeah, gangster rap. Right. Like, he's yeah. like street. Okay, someone like an MF Doom. MF Doom hasn't got hits, really. Mm. But because because he is just the very methodical barrer. Um, someone like, I don't know, like a Cool Keith. He, hold, he, he wears so many different hats from Cool Keith to Dr. Octagon, but you're not looking to him for hits because he does the horrorcore. He does a super, super oh, lyrical yeah, rapping. Yeah, yeah. Um, you're not looking for him for that sort of thing. So mm. he's only going to be big in a certain area, even yeah. though we know about him because of his history. Um, the locks as well. I only look for the locks for one thing. Mm. Yeah. Jay, so even Jay look a little for one thing. Yeah. Mm. So you can you can be niche by our definition, by the fans' definition of how of what we take from you. Mm. But you can also be niche by just your product and your content. Like you can be generally niche and you can be niche to the fans. So someone like a locks might not necessarily be niche to wider hip hop. They might be niche to you because that's all they rap about. Yeah. So So it's push your T niche. One hundred percent. All he raps about is cocaine. Yes. He does it well. The best. He's a better drug dealer rapper than. But he's still, you know what? No, him, I'm and not him and Freddie Gibbs are going bar for bar. Yeah. Although Pusher, ah, yeah, yeah, although Pusher specializes in, you know, Freddie Gibbs is niche. Although Pusher specializes in, like, nice. you know, a particular type of content, um, he's still quite well-rounded. I still feel like he's displayed the ability to like rap on more commercial songs. He, yeah, you know, yes, grinding, yeah, grinding. Um, you know what I'm saying? He he wrote, "I'm loving it for Justin Timberlake." 100%. Like, so he can, he can do it. I wouldn't even say, if, I won't say he's niche, but I think there are a couple of people that we would consider to be niche that I think can be successful commercially, even in what they do. Like? Biggie did it. Was Biggie really niche though? Street, he was street rap. Yeah, but it was a lot more like, you had the juices, you had... Yeah, that, that, that you know, that more... struggle to, from, from the glitz to the glamour. I wouldn't necessarily call that street rap though. You know, I would just call that rap. No, okay, but what, what I'm saying is like, I'm using that as an example to say that he was niche. His whole thing was when he first came out was, you know, rapping about the struggle and, and trying to make it. That was his thing. I feel like that theme never really left him, even up until his death. I think the first album was him being in a dark place, trying to rapping about, you know, the, the, the prospect of making it. And then Life After Death, I guess, was still... Actually, Life After Death was rapping about making it, but still sprinkling that underdog feel too because he didn't want to like he didn't want to alienate the people that were with him on the first album 
So maybe he falls in that. I don't know. You could probably argue it. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, you could you you probably argue it. I'm, I wouldn't necessarily call him niche because like he he ticks so many boxes. So I'm not sure if someone who ticks a lot of boxes can be considered niche right. that much. That's a good point. Actually. Um, so I see I see what you mean though. Um, Ray, Ray, maybe Raekwon. Raekwon is definitely niche. He's definitely niche one, yeah. and he's never really had hits. But ice cream? That's not a hit. That's Wait, not a hit. Again. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's not a hit. It's Wait, a, but don't say it like it's, that. It's, it's, it's not a hit. Don't say it like that. Hit. It's not a hit. You feel relax, me? Like, relax. relax. Who did have a hit? Who? Little Zane. <sighs> Little Zane did not have a hit. Holy B was a hit. I'm not gonna lie, fam. Ice cream is definitely like an. Un- Sorry, I don't even want to say. I don't even want to say it's an underground hit, but it's definitely like it's one of his hits. Hundred percent. I don't. He doesn't have it. Rayquan does not have <laughs> it. That's all I'm saying. Shout to Rayquan. But 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 he has one classic album, one close to classic album. So, but he doesn't have a hit. Not necessarily, no. Because <laughs> you do have, he, yeah, he doesn't have a hit. He doesn't ice have a hit. Probably, ice cream is probably the, the closest thing to it. Um, but so Takashi yeah, 69 has got more hits than Grey Kwan. Bro, Unfo- do you want to fight? Uh, unfortunately, yeah. Right, cool, Your Mo wants to fight. <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. Um, Takashi 69. I mean, in terms of numbers, anyway. But we live in a different, it's a different world, isn't it? 69 um, got more hits than Black Four. Black, boy. Yo, I'm going to walk out. You're not gonna walk out. <laughs> I'm gonna walk out. I'm just checking this. Yes you're, no. you're gonna take Erica Badu and walk out. Yo, just yeah, yes or no? Does he? Huh? Does he have more hits than Black Four? Yes, he does. That's all right, cool. No, he doesn't. Black Four as a solo artist, yes. With the roots. He oh. still might have more hits. No, he doesn't. <laughs> what? I can name at least five. He's got more hits than Wretch. Okay. Okay. That don't affect me the way it affects you. It doesn't affect me. <laughs> does he though? Yeah. It doesn't affect it, the it guy who just said he was gonna walk out. That's not a hit. In yeah. of the ghettos are here. Then in the ghetto was no hit. Shut up, man. Tractor. Whistle. Okay. Tractor. What was the song of example? I don't know. Tractor was hit. Whistle was a hit. Whistle. What was the one? Uh, what was uh, the one recent? The one with the nail. The uh, nail's one. Pipe up, turn up, something like that. Yeah, and he had another one as well. He's like, turn it up. We're not talking about Rex, man. We're not talking about Rex. We're not talking about Rex. But 6ix9ine did not have We're not talking about Rex. But even like, do we consider like people who only rap a certain genre of rap niche as well? So someone like a Raekwon or obviously Mafioso. No, I don't think that's a niche. Is that not niche? Not if you're rapping about something that's everyone else rapping about. Right. So yeah, but if that's thing. all you do, then it has to be niche. Um, but then like... That's your niche. But then there's yeah. then a boatload of niche rappers. I guess, yeah. I guess that then begs the question like what, is, what, is, what isn't niche? Yeah. Then, is not yeah. niche simply just rapping about different... Things across like hip hop genres. There's more people rapping about yeah. Then there's bear rappers that just rap about the same thing. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm. Like I know what I expect from certain rappers. We don't necessarily call them niche. Yeah. Yeah, it's tricky because like if I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, man, it's difficult. I mean, I mean Jay Z was considered niche when he first came out because all he was talk about was you know his the, the drug game in it. But I think after a point he broke that. And then now look at his latest. He went from he done a 360. Yeah, so you can break you can break that you can break out of that mold um, and become more than just a niche street rapper. In that case, then, like in the case of Koji, a lot of rappers start off niche and then they grow into something more. So maybe this is just him growing. But do something. I out. definitely feel like this is him growing. Man. So what's, this, the this new, this... A, what's the difference between growing and selling out? Don't mean to cut you off. You can finish your point. Sorry. No, go on. What's the difference between growing and selling out? Do you think Jay Z sold out? Um, no. I'm just asking a question. Um, that's what I've been trying to figure out. That's, I, I think that's one I think of the questions be, I posed at the beginning of this I think it's got to be topic. a natural progression. I think it's got to be a natural progression in the sense of like, you can't rap about killing people, selling drugs one week and then you're making a pop hit with Mariah Carey the next But who hit. are we to say that it's not a natural progression? 
you might legit be at your... It doesn't seem natural. Your wits ends with like rapping about killing people to the point where you're like, hey, you know what? I feel like switching it up. Let's, let, me, let me go. Let's call on Mariah. Meek done that. Meek was talking drug, drug, drug. All I can say is it doesn't seem... No, I think, Meek, Meek, I think Meek always had that crossover appeal from no, the saying, beginning. All right, let me give you an, an example. example. Let me give you an example. I don't think he... Let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. MC Hammer. Can't touch this. He went from can't touch this. And then he changed his name. Well, didn't even change his name. He dropped the MC, just turned it to Hammer. And he wasn't wearing the, the pants anymore. He was kind of more gangster with it. Didn't seem natural. That's not natural. Why is that not no, natural? No, but I heard MC Hammer's bite, bite. That's, because, why I'm, that's why I'm saying, because, how do you mean? How? Because, the, because we don't know the wider story. So we are not going to consider the wider story when we're saying that someone's sold out. We're just going to think, we're just going to see what's in front of us. It's true. You know what I'm saying? I felt like Rich sold out when he made Tractor when I was growing up. I felt so too. Yeah, man. Like, Especially when you're young, you're not considered, oh, well, maybe that's a natural thing. Yeah. No, that nigga sold out. Yeah, when I grew up, you know when, I, when I was growing up, I thought, yeah, Rich. We've now, I hated Tractor. Now yeah, we but with Tractor's different. Yeah, but, I hate, like, but he had that song, an example song at the same time. I hated both of them tracks. I was looking at it like, what are you doing? One of them was a sellout. One of them wasn't. I think one of them, for me, was in line with Rich's personality. Cool. No, I'm just saying, looking back at it, I don't think he sold out. I'm saying, when I was growing up, in my mindset then was like, yeah. yo, what are you doing, man? But then who are we to say who sold out and who's... Exactly. Like, we, 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 we're just people with opinions. Yeah. Like, it can be a natural progression. For MC Hammer, that could have been a natural progression. But because of how high he was, talking about, like, can't touch, you not being able to touch this, to then going, talking about gangbanging or whatever he was talking about on the, that, that next album, it seems forced. So, we are the judges visually of what setting out is. But really, we're not because yeah. we don't know where that person is in their life. And maybe that's what I maybe that's what I'm missing about Koji. Maybe he's just in a point in his life now where he's done with that. That's a there's been a natural close to that part of his life, yeah. and now he wants to embrace something else. Maybe that's what that is. Which I feel is exactly it. Yeah, yeah. It could be. It could be 100. Um, but we can definitely. I mean, maybe we can't tell when people have sold out, but we can definitely feel it. Like it's a feeling we can have in yeah. our in our heads. Like maybe even people thought that Kendrick sold out with I. Because it was so positive, you know what I mean? It wasn't like gritty like his last work and stuff like that. It was like a change in direction. So it could have been construed as him selling out or whatever, but he kept a G. Did Outcast have the same issue when they when um, they did the speaker box and the love below? I and, hate and Andre that. did hey ya. Nah, because they just experimented with so many different sounds. So it just seemed like the next maybe not the next thing, but anything that was gonna be the next thing would have been fine because of their history. Their personality And well. it's in line with their personality, yeah. Exactly. I didn't like it. I hated Hey Ya, but like, it fits with... I liked Roses, though. I did my Roses, I hated Hey Ya. I hate that song. Yeah, man. I think you have to move a certain way maybe to not be considered a sellout. So you know who, who I thought sold out? Who? And then, but then I don't think he... Now looking back, I don't think he sold out. I just think he told a story. J. Cole's workout. I hated workout. That was an attempted sellout. Yeah. He even said it when Let Dance Down. He's at a record label. Are they exact... Which Tommy played in there. But like, that was him trying to sell. But you could tell, as soon as workout came out, as a co-fan, I was like, what's this, man? And again, like, obviously there's a negative connotation with sellout. Obviously you drop a song to sell more records because you want to feed yourself and your family. <laughs> so it's not necessarily a bad thing when you do make a song that can be considered selling out. But obviously to the purists who only know you a certain way, it is sacrificing your artistry. Nicki Minaj done it for three years. She definitely did, Super but she's kind of she was she was kind of always that anyway. She was kind of always that like always doing the English accent and always doing the different like voices and stuff. So maybe it's not as silly, silly owie to her. Which is why I like Cardi. 
I don't feel like Cardi B tries to sell her. No, she's just her. Yeah. She's definitely just her. Um, but It's a tricky one, man. Again, but again, that goes down to how people move. Yeah, it's a tricky it one, goes down, it, it, yeah. I think a lot of it goes down to someone's personality. Like, if you talk to Koji, like, he's just like a cool guy. He's not like... The person that he betrays in his earlier work, like the revolution, liberation, all that stuff, he's not like... Even though he's woke, he's not like... He's not like a Nation of Islam member, basically. He's not. Peter. He's a cool guy. He's not Peter. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? He's like, not Peter. He's, he's, he's not in the block in Harlem. He's not yeah, selling you know bean pies. Fedoras, you know what I'm saying? Bean he's pies. Not, he's not with Khalid. Do, do, you man, do you man feel like I'm overwhelming with my wokeness? Yes, but we'll talk about that off the podcast. But you definitely are, fam. <laughs> post pod. Post pod. Salam alaikum. Alaikum. This guy, but it's too much. It's too much. <laughs> feel me, bro. It's too much. You're lucky no one knows who you look like as well, because they will taste all the beard. Just hey, so. bruv. Just so. We're not allowed to go America next year, <laughs> bruv. We'll be held longer than you were. Shit, four hours. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. It was, we Let's got, not revisit we touched that. touched down at five, look, got off at 9.30. Mad thing. Um, so yeah, man, I do think a lot of it has to do with like the, the way that people present themselves, man. If they present themselves in a certain way, then we're going to take you a certain way. If you're presenting yourself in a way where, you know, we see different sides to you, then we know what to expect when it comes to your music. So with Koji, because he's such a, he's, he's, he's a cool dude um, and he's not this like, Stiff, stiff, like stuffy, like mm. only one revolution, like this, like black hand in the, in the air all the time. Um, maybe we take to it a lot differently. Mm. So, so to answer the, the initial question, I guess some niche artists can be successful. Some niche artists can be successful. Yeah, depends on the niche, depends on the content, and depends on them. Basically, at least that's what I'm taking from it. Yeah. What do you think, Mo? I agree. Well, all right. Like, no, all generally, right. I agree. It's a tricky one, man. What do I know, man? I just think if you're going to sell out, sell out, just sell out properly. <laughs> and you can't sell out if someone wants to buy it. What does selling out, out properly mean? Just don't look stupid. Don't make us look dumb. Feel you. Like, I'm something to black people. Just don't make us look stupid. That's all I care about. Don't go on stage with Miley Cyrus. Just don't do all that extra shit. If you want to make a commercial song, make a commercial song. Like when Michael Made was on stage with Miley Cyrus, you're making us look stupid. Who? Here. Michael Made. She, she, he made songs. He made No, music but my point is you then make us look dumb. Do you get what I'm saying? Don't yeah. co-sign dumbness. If you're going to sell out, just sell out properly. He saw, he, he saw dollar signs, man. I get it, but my only problem with selling out is when you now look stupid. Yeah, but black boys aren't shit because we love white women. Don't put me in that. I was going to say. <laughs> Do not put me in that. I probably put more into that. But <laughs> what? <laughs> what did you say? What did you say? I'll probably put more into that. Do not edit this out. Why not? <laughs> Do not no, edit this out. out. I love don't that. Edit out. Don't edit out. <laughs> what I mean in. is, what I mean is, like we see black boys see white women as a trophy, and we give them the world. And this kind of goes back to the rhapsody thing. We don't respect black women. We're too busy trying to chase white women. Yeah, edit this out. <laughs> edit it out, bro. Some of us, but not leave, all of us. Leave my bit when I was like, they make. I just don't make us look stupid because I genuinely mean that. If you're gonna sell out, do your thing. I don't care if you make a workout attractor. Do what the fuck you want. Don't make us look dumb in these streets, man. But don't embarrass can, us. Who am I to say you're selling out? If you feel like it's the right move for you, it's the right move for you. Time will tell. If only it the right wants, for Rich. If only artists weren't so sensitive. It's their art, so of course they. You know right what I'm saying? Be. But it's just like time will tell. I guess if it's the right move or not. I just feel like it don't look bad. It don't. When you look back and someone saw that, it would never looks right. Fair enough. Which is why I respect DMX the way we respect him. Yeah. He stuck to it, and this yeah, guy had a song. Let me see where he is now. This guy had a number one song, and he's in the song he said, "My dick in your mouth." Talk about a guy in jail. Facts. Shout out to DMX, man. Anyway, guys, thank you for tuning in to episode sixteen. We really appreciate your sixteen already. Y- your ears. Um, yeah, sixteen already, man. Um, we're growing, man. This baby's growing, and Same, hopefully, it's man. gonna grow into 
a fully fledged adult with like hopes and dreams and shit. Yeah, follow me on Instagram, people. He does not have Instagram, people. Email um, me. Do not email. <laughs> do, do not email him. Um, oh yeah, I've got. I've got to say. I've got a comment to make. Oh, oh boy. No, legit. I'm sick of tired this high yemi bullshit on the email. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're not gonna end you said yourself I'm the face of the pod. No, no, you are the face of the pod. No, though, no, big up Universal Island, all the man there. Shout out to you lot. However, there's one that keeps addressing the emails. Hi, Yemi. <laughs> and the reason why we're not responding to shout you. Shout out that brother, No, man. no, don't shout at that brother, fam. He knows who he is. I'm sick and tired of this shit. The group is rhymes like dimes. Do you want us to be in? What do you say? You yeah, you gotta keep this in. No, you keep this in. Keep this in, Because the group is rhymes like dimes. Not Yemi, not Yemi and crew. But he knows not me outside crew, of fam. the pod. Do you know what Yemi and crew He is, knows yeah? me outside you of the pod. Like Ron DMC and just everyone else. <laughs> like it's Rev Ron and then the rest of them. Like he's Michael Jackson, we're Tito and Toto, fam. I'm annoyed, you know. I feel you. No, I'm real life annoyed, fam. No, you're definitely. Can you're... you start addressing them? It is a bit disrespectful, though. Bruv, you know what it means to say. We have names Yemi. too. Like Mo and Peter. They didn't even say our names. They say, no, hear what I'm saying. Yemi and Gang. No, no. He said, hi, Yemi. And then, come on. <laughs> And enter, enter. And if I stunt on these guys, I'm industry. So I'm no, not gonna no, say no, Because no. I'm real, no, please, I respect you. We, I'm, we're not responding to you. Because if you email <laughs> Yemi privately, which some people do, I can respect that. You emailed him privately, that's cool. If you're emailing rhymeslikedancepod at gmail.com, bro, don't either address us properly or don't address us at all. Let me so, try. If I run up, let me not even start that talk. So is, is Mo speaking on behalf of the whole pod? Mo is speaking on behalf of Mohammed. Alright, cool. And Peter. Nah, don't you ain't don't speaking like for me. You ain't speaking for me. It don't I'll, bother me. I'll relieve the screenshots. Don't act like Peter's not getting offended. No, don't, nah, don't bother me. No, he was offended by one thing, and that wasn't even about the way it was addressed. It was about the thing that he had to say about Alpha Oh, you're the guy that criticized Alpha Male. No, is this no, we're gonna get edited out? Sure. He was chatting shit. Yeah, he got offended by something. No, we're he was chatting one. shit. We're keeping this one. He knows who he is. He was chatting shit. Right, we're not starting no beef. But apart from that, I wasn't. Respect to him though. Yeah, respect, right. respect him for the. Can I just say, whoever you are, you're shout out to you. If you want to, we're not going to say his name though. If you want to email us again, email us again. Shout out, that brother, man. Shout out, shout out, brother. Just, Real, just, just come correct. And obviously, like I, I, I have, I have skills, and obviously that's an email where I can be contacted. And more time, they're looking to get something out of it. What that's do you mean, your private one? No, the, the podcast like? email. I can live with them emailing your private one. Hi, Yemi. Yeah, of course. Just you don't you see email that. though. You <laughs> click. You pressed R. H-Y-M-E-S. You've typed rhymes like dimes. So why when you go email, do you say hi, Yemi? Like, what's the logic? Because he thinks- To be fair though, Yemi's the anchor, isn't it? No, Yemi's the champ. Yemi is Javi in the S- What are you mad about then? Just say my name. But Yemi's the anchor. No, he probably- They could probably say hi, guys or something. It's like emailing- I'm not saying where it's bigger than, but it's like emailing Breakfast Club. Yeah. Right, hi, Envy. But that happens, you know when something's though. so trivial, just like I think Angela Yee gets addressed so just as Angela. No, not when they email the Breakfast Club. I think they do sometimes. Have you email ever emailed a business that just said, "No, like how can I put it? Like if you email, I get what you're trying to say. Nah, bro, I'm just saying you've said rhymes like times. There's three people on this podcast. Yeah, come on, man. I feel you, bro. Come on, man. You're speaking for yourself, but bro, I feel you. Come on, man. Don't be the minute someone time. addresses an email is strictly just hi mo or like hi hi mo, and when that happens, he's, he's gonna, gonna be happy, get, bro. Bro, he's good. Can I just say, yeah, we're he's gonna be, he, we won't uh, hear the end of it. We'll accept that. We won't hear the end of it. I'm uh, saying bro, just, man. you know. Look, man, a win for me is a win for you, man. Shut up, bro. <laughs> Shut up, bro. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> he's an absolute, a win for me is a win for you, man. I'm just trying to help my brother, trying to put my brothers on. Hey, man, if you want to address Yemi, address him privately, fam. And on that note, thank you for tuning in. If you want to, tax, bro. If I you dare want... you don't address me, fam. <laughs> How many can I finish? Come on, run up on me. How many can I finish? Who I am? Yo, Mo, leave me alone. Come on, rob them, fam. If you just talk. Anyway, um, thank you for tuning in again, once again. Um, If you want to follow what we do on all the socials, we're on 
um, at Rhymes Dimes Pod. That's on all socials. Um, and yeah, we will see you in a couple of weeks' time. Um, until then, fool me once. Shame on me. Wait, shame on you. Let me see that again. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Suck your mum. Fool you. Just like that. And on that note. Hey, right, God night. God bless. We'll see you next time. Peace. Suck your mum. You're leaving my rant on. Why am I leaving your rant on?